0: Welcome to Freak of the Week, True Believers. I'm David Hickney, your host, and this week we are talking about, this one's an interesting one, um, an avocado monster, a giant avocado that is out there searching. Uh, We have an expert with us today. Uh, Could you please tell us what your name is?
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Rachel Candy.
0: Dr. Rachel Candy? Yes. Uh, Any relation to the late, great John Candy? Yes. 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 How are you related?
1: Um, In that we both have the last name Candy.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Dr. Candy, uh, could you maybe tell us a little bit about the avocado monster?
1: Absolutely. So the avocado monster, native to California, and actually, well, is now in California, native to Mexico, mm-hmm. um, but came into the United States, um, via like that area, you know, like
0: that that area,
1: like west. Okay. Like it was like it started south, mm-hmm. and then it came west. You know, like like how it like it like immigrated.
0: It it it's a it's an immigrant to the United States is what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The avocado monster started in Mexico, mm-hmm. but it really has like grown roots in California. Like has really settled down in California.
0: When you say grown roots, I mean so these are giant avocados, basically. Um th- do they grow on a tree?
1: Yeah. And they can actually grow, like, actual roots um, because they are, like, tree-based.
0: They're they're just big droops, is what you're saying.
1: I don't know what droops are. A droop is means. a stone fruit. Uh, well, I mean, they're not fruits. They're avocados.
0: Aren't avocados
1: fruits? Avo- avocados are green. So. So
0: they can't be fruits if bears are green sometimes.
1: Um... I'm just saying that an avocado is just like
0: it's <laughs> an its avocado. own thing. Okay, true believers, uh, you can call in in a little bit here and tell us if you think an avocado is a fruit or not. Um, but so they're, they actually grow up on plants, so they don't have intercourse per se.
1: They, no,
0: they grow through photosynthesis.
1: Like they, they like need water, okay, and then they yeah. grow. Which is weird because like California doesn't have a lot of water. So like how that whole thing happened with the avocado monsters and the immigration of them, I still don't really. Are these legal immigrants? The avocado monsters? Yeah. I'm technically they're monsters, so they don't need any visa or green card stati.
0: Are you saying the government allows monsters to freely roam to wherever they want to go?
1: Yeah, you elected some of them.
0: I'm sorry, we're being interrupted by our, our counterpoint already with a chortle over there.
2: Hi, sorry, I I was <laughs> sipping on a little bit of coffee and uh, obviously, made a- obviously,
0: <clears throat> Elizabeth Moonbeam is here with us again.
2: <sighs> Marin, you know what my last name is. David.
0: Whatever. Well, do you? Why are you laughing at our expert?
2: Uh, I, I actually wasn't laughing at, at your expert. Um, I know that I'm supposed to be counterpoint, uh, but I agreed with her on a, on a particular point. Which um, is? Well, politics, because I actually believe in science and avocado. Wait, what does politics
0: a- have to do with science?
2: Uh, politicians should believe in science.
0: Okay, but that—that's she never said that they
1: don't. Avocado monsters are not only infiltrating our United States, but also infiltrating our government.
0: Like more than the lizard people are already?
1: I mean, lizard people have a right in their own, but the avocado monster, it's its a whole thing.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are the avocado monsters part of the Illuminati like the lizard people are?
1: No, they're avocados.
0: So they can't be part of the Illuminati? They're
1: avocados
0: What makes these monsters different than regular
3: avocados?
1: Well, obviously, they are monsters. So, like, first of all, um, like, they can move independently. Mm -hmm. Um, They're always looking for, like, cilantro, lime, garlic, tomato. Like, that's how they fuel. Um, Like, the
0: ingredients, to guacamole?
1: I'm just saying that, like, these things give them life because they're avocados. But so, they're
0: also... Mo- you said they move on their own?
1: Uh, yeah, because they're monsters. Um, Really, the thing about the avocado monster that is so beautiful mm. and terrifying is that if you look at one directly in the eye, it will spray you, Um, which is a jarring experience, but leaves your skin feeling amazing. It,
0: wait, it has eyes?
1: Yeah. How, how does it move? Like back and forth and up and down.
0: But how does it actually propel itself? Like, you know, people have legs. Snakes use a serpentine pattern or like they coil and pounce. I mean, how does the avocado move itself? It's an avocado. All right. Uh, We have a caller on the line. Hey, caller,
3: where are you from and what's your name? Hey, uh, my name's Cameron. I'm from San Jose. Hey, Cameron, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Uh, So I heard... You were talking about avocados.
0: Yes, uh, giant avocado monsters.
3: Well, not
1: all of them are giant.
3: Not all the monsters are giant.
1: No, just because they're monsters doesn't mean they're big. That's sizest.
0: Okay.
3: Um, well, I work at a Whole Foods, and of course you do. And we specialize in you know organic uh, avocados, and uh, there are many times that I've seen them move to. Are you high? No, I, I'm. I, I'm not uh, going to uh, dignify that. Okay. I mean, it's okay if you are. I get high all the time. I mean, I'm. I'm stocking the avocados, and they're always, you know, rolling down. It's really un- inconvenient for me. That sounds awful. And, and I got. I am. They are. They are fruits. Thank you.
1: Um, I'm so glad you called because the Pyrus Allegorne Oenaki Gigas, which is the Latin name for it. Of course. Um, that mating ritual is one of the most exciting things that we've seen scientifically in a real, real long time. Um, to see that pile of eggs, the way that the avocados can, the avocado monsters can like reproduce is so exciting. And I can't tell you how many times I've been called into a Whole Foods from a sighting, from somebody seeing the fact that more avocado monsters are coming in, with the addition of the new chains and with the new idea of of Amazon taking over Whole oh, Foods, oh Amazon, we're That's gonna see a lot more avocado monsters, which means yay tenure.
3: I mean, mostly I just see uh, more avocados because I brought the crates in.
1: Yeah, and no. that's the crates is where they get their naughty business done.
3: Oh, I have. I guess I should watch the shipments because they're happening. Then
1: only if you're into voyeurism.
0: <laughs> Rachel, you mentioned tenure. Uh, could you tell me what school you actually work at? Yeah. Which school is it?
1: Oh, like you want to know the name? Yeah, of I want
0: to know the name of your school you work at. I I'm, need to know your credentials so the true believers. Understand how great our experts are, not just from some, some fancy pants school like Harvard.
1: Well, I have my undergraduate degree, I have my uh, my master's degree, and I have my doctoral degree in biology and social sciences from the University of North Tonawanda.
0: North Tonawanda.
1: North Tonawanda.
0: Very interesting. Uh, can I ask, uh, could you repeat the scientific name of of the avocado monster just for our listeners if they could, didn't get it the first time? Yes. Go ahead and do that now, please. Okay.
1: It's the Pyrus Allegorian Wainake
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and take some more calls, True Believers. So uh, here's a word from our sponsors.
3: Nerd Therapy, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Hey, we're in a field. It's the most boring corn circle I've ever seen. Well, <laughs> it all straight lines. It's the worst corn circle. <laughs> all right, as you guys round the corner, you can hear a ruckus coming from the back of the farmhouse. Is this like a domestic situation? Hey, there's a guy in front of them. Hey, there's a couple guys. Yes. Are they dead? Are those bodies? They're not dead. They're trying to fight <laughs> off whatever these creatures are. are oh these? like it's the green goblin. Goblin? Goblin. Like what you hear? Hit the subscribe button. Button,
0: button, 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 Welcome back, True Believers. Thank you for listening to some words from our sponsors. They give me money, so you should give them money because that's how commerce works. It's a free market economy.
1: Uh, Nothing's free. If you go to the market, you have to buy something. You cannot just take things.
0: Obviously, we are still here with Dr. Rachel Candy, uh, related by name only to John Candy. And we've already heard her talk once, but Elizabeth uh, Mnuchin is here um, to be the counterpoint, kind of. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take some more calls. Uh, caller, uh, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you from?
4: Yes, uh, my name is Joseph McCobb from El Paso, Texas.
0: Joseph McCobb. Welcome to the show. Uh, what do you want to say about avocado monsters?
4: Uh, I have to say my opinion on them has turned around considerably. Used to be against them. Okay. Uh, I used to have problems with them uh, you know, tunneling under the wall and coming into our country. But then I, uh, well, I heard, I heard an, uh, an apostrophe. And I, an I realized. Apostrophe? Yeah, yeah, like an idea. Oh, okay. And I realized, I realized what I wanted to do with these things. So what I did was I grabbed up a couple of them, the little ones, they're, they're easier to get a hold of. Okay. If you can get them away from the mama.
0: Now, are the, wait, wait, are you talking about child avocado monsters? Uh, I guess that's what you want to call them. I mean, they're,
4: they're We call them Pities? <laughs>
0: well, that's a that's a pity.
4: I mean, if you can separate them from the mama, they're pretty easy to round up. And uh, we got a couple of them together and uh, you know, kept them around in the barn. Okay. And uh, what we've been doing is we've been uh, keeping them there and we, uh, we breed them. And,
0: Wait, uh, you breed the avocados?
4: Yeah, we've uh, we've bred quite a few now. We originally we tried to keep them in a, a paddock, a small fence and an area, and they just tunnel underneath there. And then we hooked up a car battery, and uh, yeah, we got the idea from that that Raptor pit you see in that Jurassic Park movie, and that kept them in. It's it's the electricity that'll keep them in. And what we do is we make the best guacamole ever, and we've also started branching out into skin moisturizer.
0: Yeah. Wait. So, you 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 steal the children yes. of immigrant avocado monsters, yeah. and then you breed them, and then you slaughter them for for guacamole and skin moisturizers. Well,
4: you you breed you wait till they get bigger, and then you breed them, and then you gotta take the little ones because they're softer.
0: Like veal.
4: Yeah, that's an excellent way to put
1: it. We're not talking about veal. We're talking about avocados.
0: No, no, no. It was right. it it was a simile. Uh, he's treating the avocados like veal.
1: Well, what I would hasten our caller against is continuing this practice for the next couple of years. Um, this may produce some really great yields for the next 18 months. But what we know about DNA translates from humans to animals to avocados as well. If you continue Uh, to breed sibling to sibling, Uh you're going to continue to deteriorate the DNA of the avocado monster. And by the end, you're going to have something that is not only not fruitful, it's Uh also not going to be vegetable either. I'll be honest, I don't care if we get retarded avocados. They're
4: delicious. We found out real quickly that the younger ones taste better. And we got to do this right now. we got to get in as much as we can before these sons of bitches get
1: right. I would say that in the, if you continue this practice over the next 24 months, you'll see very similar patterns to what you've been seeing currently. Yeah. But after about two to three years of interbreeding avocado monsters and the constant inbreeding of these monsters themselves, mm-hmm. um, you're going to find that they're not going to continue to be soft. They're not going to continue to be edible or to be used for any of your skincare products. What's going to happen is <laughs> they're going to Become tough as leather. Yeah. Um, so, do you know? This is kind of an old reference, right. um, but do you know the Marlboro man?
4: Oh, yes, uh, very well.
1: He is an mm. avocado product. What?
4: what? Wait a minute. You're saying it made from avocado. He's an agree.
0: inbred avocado.
1: He is. So back in the late 1940s, we had a lot of colonies popping up of avocado monsters. Mm. Um, this is when the first migration from Mexico came into California. However, the avocado monsters went all over the country. Um, and they were trying to integrate into society, which was weird because they're, avocados. Um, and people were taking advantage um, because of the socioeconomic climate after the war and things like that. We, can, so. we, we can't
4: have something like that. Hold on a second. Eddie! Eddie! Where are you, boy? Get in here.
5: Yep, yep, it, yep, yep,
4: yep. Yep, yeah. I need you to go get Papa's shotgun. I need you to take it out to the barn, and I need you to take care of that, that avocado, the one that's got the four stems. Oh, yeah. yeah you didn't name that one, did you? Uh, maybe. Boy? Did you name it? Oh, God and Philip.
0: Oh, for sake.
4: Get your sister. She will do it. And I need you to just, you need to spray that all over the place.
0: All right. Thank you for calling in. Uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, Dr. Doctor Candy, uh, uh, our last caller mentioned that avocados don't have rights. Is that true? Yeah. Why, why do they not have rights?
1: Because they're avocados.
0: But they're, they're living beings. You're monsters. They're not just regular avocados.
1: So, right now, bananas also don't have rights.
0: But they're just regular bananas. We're talking about things that move on their own, are sentient. You said they squirt their, themselves into your eye, like into your face if you look in their eye. You know, th- these aren't just
1: Well, does your anything. hamster have rights?
0: I mean, the ASPCA fights for some animal rights.
1: Well, that's what I do here. Okay. I fight for the rights of avocado monsters globally okay. I just have to do it from North Tanawanda. So I
0: I have to ask also are these are these creatures dangerous
1: no first of all if anything it's us that are endangering the avocado monster. Uh-huh. For example, if you're ever in the case of needing an avocado monster um, and you have decided to have murder in your heart, mm-hmm. simply slicing one will cause an agonizing death over the next week to week and a half, where the avocado monster will just continue to brown until it eventually expires. It sounds awful. It really, really, truly is. However, they're super great on toast. So
0: all right. Uh, we've got another caller coming calling in. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you from?
2: Hey uh, my name's Cesarec uh Talawanda and I'm calling in from New York City. Sazerac, Kelowanda. That's correct.
0: From New York City. Yes. Uh, could you uh, tell us what you have to say about avocado monsters?
2: Well, all I know is uh, I grew up in Iowa and I had never seen a, uh, an avocado monster, but ever since I've been going to Columbia University, mm-hmm. uh, I see them everywhere and all of my friends have totally seen them. Okay, uh, I saw one at Starbucks the other day. You saw
0: an avocado monster at Starbucks? I saw
2: an avocado monster at Starbucks.
0: Did you look it in the eye?
2: I did not look it in the eye. Uh, Most people in New York choose not to look each other in the eye. It's seen as a challenge. Uh, So I just, you know, left it alone to go about its business.
1: Which is not something that a lot of Americans are doing. So I applaud you. Thank you. I applaud you. Thank you, Dr. Candy. I applaud you.
0: What the hell is going on right now?
1: It's been noted that people who interact with avocado monsters do not have the best of intentions. But because of the massive gentrification of New York City in general, it seems that the avocado monster has finally found its place in our community in America at large. All right.
0: I I have to ask... uh, You speak of protecting these creatures, but you also said they're great on toast. Yeah. Do you, are you for the killing of avocado monsters? Are you against the killing of avocado monsters?
1: Well, what do you do with a pig?
0: You kill it and then you eat it. Or you kill it, then you smoke it, and then you eat it.
1: Okay, so when a pig is a piglet, what do you do with a piglet?
0: You raise it. You, and then you kill it.
2: No, you, you it. piglets are like very intelligent creatures. Um, uh, by the way, I'm a vegan. Uh, my friend has three piglets in her studio apartment.
0: I bet they'd be delicious.
2: Uh, that's not uh, cool, cool or kosher to say, uh, just so you know.
0: Oh, are you, are you Jewish as well?
2: I am not Jewish. Why okay. would you assume when you that? Said kosher? Because I used a terminology that
1: most I mean, that's, Jewish that's people a, use that tec- makes me... It's
0: a technical term through judaism it's, it's, it's just it's literally phrase, about.
1: david avocados are kosher
2: avocados are actually technically kosher and i'm seeing more and more of them especially uh speaking of gentrification in the bronx area yeah like so one wait, of the i
0: you know what do we eat them do we not eat them This is my question.
1: So the most humane thing is, if you have to euthanize an avocado monster, for example, if someone gets a little hasty with a knife or even just a butter knife or maybe even just a sharp piece of paper and that avocado monster is cut, it is much more humane to euthanize that avocado monster rather than allow it to expire over the course of 7 to 10 days. In those cases, when we have avocado monsters expiring or prior to expiring or death by human beings or death by a large box falling from a high window, we should be able to use those products for things that we want to use. So for example, there is a fantastic organic uh, avocado mask maker. Now, they only use avocado monsters that are found dead Or uh, do not have a happy outlook on life and come to that farm voluntarily. Okay. I I had a neighbor that was an avocado, and after
2: uh, its screenplay got rejected four times, it donated itself to science.
1: Yeah, and that's what we do.
0: Wait, to science? How does that work?
2: You sign a release form that says it's okay to eat me.
0: How is that science? That's just eating.
1: No, we are always trying to find out more about the biology of avocado monsters. Because for example... Why have we not seen the papaya monster yet? Why haven't we seen the I've mango monster? I've never heard of monster? A papaya monster. That's exactly my point. Have Wait, you ever noticed how much papayas
2: sort of look like avocados? Yes. Like they're the same shape, and all their seeds are in the middle. Well, they have I multiple
0: app- seeds in the middle, and they're orange instead of green.
2: But they're the same shape. We're all the same on the inside. David. i, app- I don't it's not know true how do when it do comes do to
1: food. I applaud. I you. mean, you, you have avocados. Who
2: are you calling a fruit david i i I'm, feel like ugh. you are uh, shaming someone for their lifestyle choices just because you don't understand
0: but an avocado is a fruit that's a an
1: avocado is an avocado i can't all right, all right these
2: avocados are sentient they're just like you and i yeah they, they want to
1: live their best life it smells fresh Fragrant. Their sentient has been bottled and used on those farms as well.
2: Uh, and I don't understand the prejudices against the brown avocados. They're just as Alright, thank the you, caller. Thank you for calling
0: in. Uh, we're gonna move on. Uh, Doctor Candy, um, we do want to make sure we're talking about the avocado monsters and not just regular avocados. I
1: right? feel like you cannot talk about the avocado monster without actually talking about the avocados themselves as well.
0: But the avocados, the regular avocados, Please it's still okay. Please don't use the term
1: regular. We prefer bionormative. Okay,
0: the bionormative Haas avocados. Uh we can Why we can, are we
1: putting labels on like Haas? They already have labels on. We don't need to be putting labels on these avocados.
0: That's fair. My point is is that these bio-normative avocados, we can eat them without having to worry about making them suffer, right?
1: You can to a point. So that is what my research has been doing at the University of North Tonawanda. It's this. We are trying to determine at what point did an avocado start to become an avocado monster. Currently, we believe in the Star Wars theory, which is somebody was watching Star Wars when they first saw an avocado monster. However. What? What? That's the current working theory. Okay. If we know what caused an avocado to become the first monster, Mm -hmm. then we would know exactly Mm -hmm. whether or not what we're doing to the current bionormative avocado is endangering the avocado monster species, or if it's just, you know, delicious.
0: I'm going to lean towards delicious, at least for now.
1: I'm in the studio with you. You tend to lean towards that one a lot, don't you? Wow.
0: We have a caller... Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Oh, uh, hello. My name is Juan. Juan. Hello, Juan. Juan, sorry. I apologize for the mispronunciation. Where are you from?
5: Uh, I am I'm down here in Juarez.
0: Juarez, okay. Uh, Juan, what do you have to say about the avocado monster? Well, so
5: I just wanted to know a little bit more about these uh, tough-as-leather uh, avocados. Um, I just wondering if I could get a little more information on, you know... How tough they really are, and uh, where I could get a cold of a couple of these uh, tough as leather. You know, when you inbreed them, you say they turn tough as leather, like the Marlboro Man?
1: Yes. So the Marlboro Man is uh, one of the inbred Avocado Monsters. Charlton Heston, uh, Clint Eastwood. Any,
0: anybody leather? Like, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, George, whatever, the guy that's always tan.
1: Oh, George Hamilton? George Hamilton. Oddly enough, not an avocado monster. Wow. But we are currently using his hair DNA to research if tangerines can become sentient as well.
0: Oh, you think he's a tangerine?
1: We're not sure, but considering the political climate, we really need to be looking at more orange people.
0: I would have thought more of a kumquat, but I I can see a tangerine.
1: While things in science are not always a direct point A to point B, we tend to have to get as much research as possible so that we can look at the different variables and see what is actually the cause. Because sometimes, and I'll break this down for you, but sometimes if... Like, let's say it's snowing and also your foot hurts. People without scientific study will say, oh, my foot hurts because it's snowing, when they actually don't have anything to do with each other. Right. And that's what we're trying to eliminate here. Now, back to your question, Okay. Oh, good. You were asking about Juan. how we could... quan quan quan
5: There you go.
1: Quan. So, there's not a current colony or population for these... Um, inbred avocado monsters, what we have noticed is that once they become so far inbred that they are no longer usable to the avocado farmer, um, they tend to take on more human roles. So you'll see a lot of movies, you'll see a lot of advertisements, mainly because they don't have a lot of business acumen.
5: Well, that's uh, what I wanted to talk about. I have a couple of maybe uh, business opportunities for these... Uh Say avocados. What
0: kind of business opportunities?
5: Well, I am in um, what say the the shipping industry of certain products, you know, from south to north. What what kind of products? Well, we don't really need to talk too much about all of my business, but you know, shipping things. Maybe in- where you want something export? that's import export, something that's uh, needed. Some tough as nails sort of uh hired help, so
1: to speak.
0: What do you what do you think, uh, Rachel? What do you think he could find some tough as nails avocados for his import export business?
1: I think you could probably find them, but considering how diverse our country is and how far spread these farms are, it might be difficult to pin down a group of them. What tends to happen is that this lead avocado monster who has turned so inbred that it is impossible to get any marketable product out of the body um, will tend to be rejected by the farm and the farm will then close. So we don't see large groupings of those kinds of avocado monsters. We tend to see them as singularities coming from different farms around the country. However, I would say that if you start in California that's probably where you're gonna find most avocado farms and where you're gonna find most of these rejected avocado monsters.
0: Well, there you have it, Juan. Juan, sorry, I did it again. My apologies. Uh, Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. We're going to take another break. Uh, Here are some words from our sponsors.
5: Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow,
3: and this is Collar and Elbow. The Wrestling Brand. Get 10% off of your order when you use promo code DVMPE at collarandelbobrand.com.
0: Welcome back, true believers. Uh, we're talking about avocado monsters uh, with Dr. Rachel Candy. Are you okay over there, Dr. Candy? Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Edward James Almost, avocado monster?
1: No. It's surprising, and honestly, I don't like outing all of these avocado monsters after they've integrated so well into society, mm-hmm. but I totally will.
0: Oh, good. Oh, good to know. Um, and Bancroft. Yes. That means that Mel Brooks, that means Max Brooks is a product of interspecies sex.
1: Malbrex is an avocado monster.
0: Oh, then never mind. Max Brooks is not a product of interspecies.
1: No, but he is an interesting development um, because Max Brooks now is someone that we can look to to see what happens when multiple inbreedings uh, create that third inbred avocado monster. So we know what happens with inbreeding, but we don't know what happens with two inbred avocado monsters that have been so far inbred that they have gone past the point of usability. And then from there, them creating another avocado monster now with two different parts, right? So we have one inbred part and another inbred part, but these parts are not inbred together. So we're actually really interested in looking at Max and seeing how far he goes.
0: That is amazing. Uh, We are in our third segment, which means it is the time to introduce our other guest. Uh, with us this week, just like every other week, yep. is Dr. Elizabeth, Michigan State.
2: <sighs> Dr. Elizabeth Marin, mm-hmm. uh, thanks thanks again for the lovely introduction. David. I said I doctor this
0: time. That's, you that's did say doctor, which I
2: appreciate you recognizing that I have a PhD in anthropology from Stanford. Stanford,
0: whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, I got accepted to Stanford and decided to go to
0: University
1: of North Tonawah. From what started. I
0: can tell, that was a good choice. So, I, Dr. I, Elizabeth... <sighs> What do you think of this whole uh, avocado monster
1: I'm
2: not going to lie. I've I've been sitting pretty quietly here in my beanbag chair. Surprisingly Uh, quiet. Yeah. uh, Well, it's fascinating just listening um, to what's happening here. And and, and Dr. Dr. Candy, um, the fact that you seem to have absolutely no understanding of how DNA actually works. That's
0: pretty mean. She's
1: got a Ph.D.
2: You can have a PhD in anything, and it doesn't mean that you know about DNA. Well, I I literally said
1: earlier that my PhD is in biology, so I'm very well aware of DNA. You should
2: should know that. And uh, social
1: sciences. That that,
2: that human beings um, and fruits, actual stone fruits, uh, cannot procreate.
1: And I never said that they could. What I said was You talked DNA, about
2: crossbreeding and
1: inbreeding. No, I talked I'm, about
0: crossbreeding and she he, said it was inbreeding. And it was inbreeding. I didn't what know we're talking was an about
1: avocado. is is avocado to avocado, avocado monster to avocado monster, and we're talking about how those family lines can can change how the DNA is passed forward. Now, I'm not sure if you know, but DNA but does But you're saying that Max Brooks is an avocado monster. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how's an avocado monster created? Well, there are several ways, but that's part of what my research is. And that's why we're looking at Max Brooks, because he is the product of two avocado monsters that have come but you're into. you're saying
2: that an actual avocado fruit can somehow have a human child. Well,
1: I would like to say anything, so if you'd stop interrupting me, I would happily I, tell you I feel anything. Like there gotten, it goes again. I
2: feel like you've um, gotten plenty of time to speak. You've literally been talking this entire time.
0: Why are you so jealous of her? I,
2: I don't know why she's so basic. Mm, you're the one that's been eating avocado toast and wearing Uggs this whole
1: time. Um, first of all, Uggs are incredibly comfortable and that's also true. environmentally sustainable, Second of all – That's not true. Second of all, in my research, I come across a lot of families of avocado monsters. And if these monsters continue to give us their bodies for science, we end up with a lot of waste. And I am anti-waste. So we tend to eat a lot of avocados in my clinic. And where is your clinic? In North Tonawanda, New York.
2: And Tonawanda is in New York.
1: North Tonawanda, New York, yeah. North Tonawanda,
2: yeah. I could get you an atlas. That would be delightful. Or you
0: could use, the, what's that app that everybody talks about on the internet? The Google Maps?
2: The the, the Google Maps. Yeah. Yes. I don't use the
0: internet, so I don't know for sure, but that's what it's I,
2: I am aware that you've, you've given up the internet, David. Right. Um, uh, Which is odd, considering uh, this this little podcast is distributed on YouTube. Once again, uh, But use you know. my
0: proxy. That's what happens. <sighs> uh, so, uh, I have to ask. I mean, we talk about these avocado monsters- and how they're they're harmless, you say. But then you talk about these like mean leathery ones. Um,
1: I don't. I don't know that I said that they're mean. Okay, I'm well, they that, seem mean. Well, because that's the that's the prejudice that Americans and human beings in general have been putting on these severely inbred avocado monsters. They look at these people or avocado monsters who are trying to assume identities as people mm-hmm. and say, "You are not." as good you are not better okay i have a question for you they're
0: coming from mexico these avocado monsters
1: originally but they're really just in california so
0: what's to say that uh, some of these avocados coming from mexico some of them aren't murderers or rapists what's gonna how do we know that that's not gonna happen
1: First of all, avocado monsters have no genitalia that would be usable for raping human beings. And yet they can somehow procreate. With each other. Yeah. Without genitalia. Um, I'm sorry, fish don't have genitalia and they still procreate. They so sort of do. How about you back up? Actually.
0: Okay, what do, about murderers? But- even if rapists are out of the picture. Can an avocado monster murder a human being?
1: Not intentionally. The only defense mechanism that an avocado monster has is the ability to uh, project avocado, like, I don't know what you would say the word is for it. I guess cream. What we say is just expulsion. Um, So... It, it's shot on the face of the person who is trying to get up all in their junk. Um, and that person is then typically, um, just uncomfortable for a moment. Okay.
0: But so they're, they're making people uncomfortable. They're shooting their gunk into people's faces. Yeah basically avocado bukake is what's going on there no because and- it's
1: not used as a re- reproductive agent but it's, it's the much same more-
0: idea no
1: it's-, it's different because like you have people who are on the internet who are trolling other people causing other people to like jump out of buildings and like do stupid things and whatever and avocado monsters are just like please leave me alone please leave me alone oh you're not leaving me alone Blech. and that's all that happens I actually
2: did that uh, once in college. It worked very well. He left me alone.
0: Wait, wait, could you explain how you did that in college? Are you an avocado?
2: I am not an avocado, but I did uh, make myself vomit on a guy because he would not stop asking for my phone number.
0: You couldn't have just told him no.
2: I did, seven times.
0: And then you vomited on him. Yes. All right, we have a caller calling in. Caller, what is your name and where are you from?
6: This is Amy Moore from Lake Moore, Ohio. Amy Moore from Lake Moore. Yes, I was wondering, where can I buy these masks and other avocado products that you've all been talking about? Can I use PayPal? Is it on QVC?
2: I feel like you just find an avocado monster, according to Miss Candy here, and maybe antagonize it until it
1: uh, squirts. On you? If you're an inhumane jerk face, maybe. Because if you do that, why are you going around antagonizing other living beings? It's ridiculous. Um, that's like saying, Avocados I'm going to go. sentient. Okay. Let's. Can, is there a way to, like, just stop the interrupting? Like, I, I, I feel like every time you're like, oh, oh, I, she has a really good point. I'm just going to Donald Trump it, like, right here and just be like, no, bigly, boo. Like, like you know. Like, Wait.
0: Elizabeth, you, you don't use the term bigly, do you?
2: I think she just did, David. Um, Which tells me everything I need to know about her and her credibility. We're saying that you say that, sweetie. Yeah, yeah but I don't. Uh, I think our listeners have listened to this enough to know that I've never said that.
1: Okay. Well, getting back to your question, uh, caller uh, from Lake Moore, which is beautiful and has two avocado farms right by it.
0: Real regular avocado. Well, sorry, what is it? Bio bionormative. normative avocados or avocado monster avocado farms?
1: So there are multiple bio normative avocado farms, but there are two farms that we have been closely monitoring. They are actually part of environmental like society there. Um, they are the ones that are actually tracking these avocado monster farms uh from within, essentially. They're trying to de- determine how much inbreeding affects um the actual avocado monster end product. And at what point do we get to a to an area where we don't have usable avocado monsters like anymore. Um, so they do have organic uh face masks. Uh, as well as some actual avocado offspring that you can use. Um, You can purchase it there. It's not online. Like, you have to go there.
6: I think I've seen it on the other side of the trailer park. I think I'll go over there. Although I think my neighbor might be an avocado monster. So if he were to have an unfortunate event, is there somewhere I could send him to be processed? Just in Lake Moore? Can I send him there?
1: Great question. If you take him back to that one of those two farms in Lake Moore, mm-hmm. um, they will be able to process the body and also we'll be getting some amazing scientific knowledge from that donation.
0: I'm still trying to figure out how do you get the scientific knowledge from it?
1: So what we Yes tell us. I'm sorry, can I speak now?
0: Of course. You're talking right now. This is a, this is an still- open forum for speech. It's oh. a free speech open forum here, true believers. Everyone can speak their it's mind. It's
2: not free. I get paid.
0: Yes, Elizabeth gets paid a small fee to show up and be the counterpoint.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You said counter. I'm sorry. Um, what so did you
0: think I said? My,
1: so, my thought is with the, you were talking about scientific discoveries. Um, what we see here is uh, just really the development. So, we had decades that we were not recording all of the things that the avocado monsters were going through. So at this point, we're only really able to identify four stages of life for an avocado monster. And we know that just as human beings. What are the
0: stages of life for an avocado monster?
1: Obviously, we have the pity.
0: The pity, yes. Mm -hmm. We We have
1: adults. Mm -hmm. We have senior or also known as inbred senior. And then we have death. Those are the stages that we know Avocado Monsters to be in, okay. one of those four stages. Um, now, the Senior is where we're seeing most of our donations from. Obviously, they are towards the end of life, so we get to see those those Avocado Monsters more frequently, um, but as, like, your previous caller um, was talking about, he... You know, it takes advantage of those pities all the time. And so we don't always get to use them as part of our science.
6: That's why I wanted to know if I can buy some of that Macabre moisturizer because it sounded really fantastic. And like he sources his product very locally. And I, would, I, I would thought it try,
0: might be on QBC. I would just try Googling him. I hear Google works for that.
1: I well, would go quickly though because he's about to run out.
6: Yeah, well, I'll have go. to use my neighbor's computer. Cause, All right. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate the call. Uh, true believers, make sure you call. Uh, we want to hear from you. Um, oh, we have another caller actually right now. Caller, what is your name and where are you from?
4: Uh, yeah, hi, David. It's Mr. McCobb again.
0: Hi, ah, Mr. McCobb.
4: How I, are you? I wanted to ask you, could I get the information? I heard one of your calls you asking for. Some of the leathery ones, because I'll be honest, I got more of these tarticavos than I can deal. because <laughs> my boy couldn't get the job done, couldn't you? I'm sorry, Dad. I told you to take that one son of a bitch out. <laughs> it's personal. I got more of these goddamn things I could do. Oh, shit. Boy, did you leave the goddamn bread open? They got in here. <laughs> oh, God. <No. laughs> oh, God. David, help me. Help me. You got to
0: call somebody. All right. Thank you, Colin, for calling in. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, so... I guess I'm confused a little bit because I I do, how do I differentiate between a bio-normative avocado and an avocado monster?
1: Great question. Great question. So a bio-normative avocado is what you're used to seeing especially in Whole Foods and other grocery stores An avocado monster a pity avocado is going to be at least twice the size of a normal like bio-normative okay. avocado. So that's what you're going to see size wise. If you're seeing an avocado that is significantly larger than what you're used to seeing, more likely than not, you're seeing one of the stages of an avocado monster.
5: Okay,
3: that
0: makes sense. Uh, Also, I want to ask, because I know how annoying it is when I get a bruised avocado. um, How does if I if I were to bruise an avocado monster, how does that affect it?
1: So it depends on the stage of life for the avocado monster. If we're talking about a pity, it's probably not going to change a lot. Um, if we're talking about even an adult, um, we may not see um, significant lifelong effects. Um, However, in a senior, a bruise can mean the end of life. Um, Once a senior avocado monster begins to bruise and pucker, we are going to see splits start to happen. And once that split happens again, the avocado monster has about 7 to 10 days um, before expiration. And would
0: somebody eat one of these bruised avocado monsters?
1: Absolutely. That tends to be the end-of-life avocado monster that we receive, is an avocado monster that has been bruised or cut.
0: Do you try to scoop away the bruised part and eat the rest of it?
1: Once the avocado monster is euthanized, we put it through a processing plant um, so that we're able to use the entirety of the avocado monster. Even the
0: nasty bruised part?
1: Even the nasty bruised part.
0: Okay, that sounds
1: disgusting.
7: Uh, we have a caller. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name is Stan Mulnar from uh, Tuscany, New York. From Tuscany,
0: a lot of New York callers yeah. tonight. Uh, what's up, Stan?
7: Well, I've just been listening to this uh, show, and uh, I just gotta say, uh, Dr. Rachel Candy, you got a you got a silky voice, my dear.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
7: I just uh I just wondered if I could you know figure out some way we could connect and, uh, you know, maybe we could get some of these uh, overused or underused avocados and maybe, you know, make a little silkiness from ourselves. Um, Would you be into, uh, you know, some silkiness?
1: That is a great question. Absolutely not.
7: Why, why, why not? Are you, uh, otherwise taken, Dr. King?
1: Mainly, I don't mix business and pleasure, um, so there would not be a time that I would use avocados. Okay,
7: okay, okay. What if we were to use blueberries? Well, the- Dark chocolate. Whiskey. I am confused as to what is going on right now. Yogurt.
1: I feel like those are the makings of a great cocktail. Please leave your phone number with the message board operator. Did you just get a date? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, interesting. Uh, so are, do avocados, uh, avocado monsters, uh, do they make good lube? Because I think that's what he was leaning towards was using it as a lubricant.
1: I'm going to leave that one for Dr. Elizabeth Barron.
0: Okay. Dr. Elizabeth, uh, what do you think?
2: Do avocado monsters make good lube? Yes. Uh, I would say no, uh, due to their uh, texture and chunkiness. I I mean, I know that any time you put an actual avocado slice in a sandwich and then you go to bite into it, it usually right out the end. Uh, But uh, I I would say that uh, to try to use uh, an avocado monster as lube would be both uh, ineffectual and extremely degrading to the avocado monster.
0: Well, it'd be dead already.
2: Um, that's another thing that I want to bring up. Uh, uh, Dr. Candy, you keep saying that, that these avocado monsters, uh, once they're bruised or sliced, have approximately, did you say seven to ten days? I think we all know that avocados are only good for approximately three hours. Once they uh, reach, reach peak ripeness, they die almost immediately. But that is a bionormative avocado, avocado. So what differentiates the avocado monsters from the bionormative avocados? What gives them their extended uh, life period?
0: They're monsters. And there you have it. Uh, We are out of time. Thank you so much to Dr. Rachel Candy for coming in and talking to us about avocado monsters. Uh, Thank you to Dr. Elizabeth Mortlap for being our resident uh, whatever you are.
2: I'm sitting on a lime green beanbag chair right now that resembles an old avocado. I just want to throw that out there.
0: Avocados are avocados. Because David green, still not hasn't green. gotten
2: me a real chair.
0: Thank you so much for listening, True Believers. Uh, until next week, this is Freak of the Week. Freak of the Week was created by me, David Hickney. Apparently, Elizabeth Marin is a character played by Amanda Davila? Who would have thunk that? What? All of the experts and phone calls were performed by a cast of actors? What the hell? I don't know who Lindsay Chimolarski, Paul Hinnick, Elizabeth Grahulik, Jeff Manning, Dave Musto, and David Vox Mullen are, but we're going to have words. The Freak of the Week theme was created by David Vox Mullen, artwork by Nick Mataragas. The Freak of the Week was produced by Nick Mataragas and David Vox Mullen. I'm going to have to talk to them. Freak of the Week is a memoriam development production distributed by the DVMPE
3: Memoriam Development.